And we're back for another episode of Hard Not Life, dedicated to the new core of hip-hop today, the business, the brand, and the balance between authenticity and entertainment. And we record in one of the most authentic spots in New York City. Authentic! Shout out to Freshthetic, home of Class of Material in New York, on Grand Street, in Williamsburg, in Brooklyn. Don't go to the one in Manhattan. Don't play yourself. And you've probably seen a lot of their clothing on... Jesus and Mero, as well as your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. Shout out to Angela Yee. Ow. <laughs> Word. I'm a fan of Angela Yee. Mm. She's dope. Yeah. Angela Lee. Angela, Angela Yee. 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 Who's the know, My tongue got tongue tied. Service. Shade 45. You know. Yeah. Not a pro Talk shit. You know, talking shit. Yeah. Put all, all the credentials down. Poly alum. Yeah, yeah. Go Blue Devils. Oh, yeah. Well. Hard Not Life breaks down the deals in the real, the bars in the beef. We connect echoes of the past with news of the present and with predictions of the future. Anything we bring up here is up for discussion and debate. And obviously we haven't even introduced ourselves because it's about the topic at hand and the culture first and foremost. And now we're going to introduce ourselves. It's <laughs> <laughs> all good in line of best I, your host and your moderator. Yo, what's up? It's DK Marco. Uh... I'm back. It feels so good. New Jersey's juggernaut. Yay. Let's have a rousing round of debate today. Juggernaut, bitch. <laughs> Yo, we definitely need. New Jersey's juggernaut. We definitely need that ad lib. Can you please send that send that over? I do need to work on that and like get that as, a, as an official drop. You're right. You're yeah. right. Brand yourself. And we have back with us our guest, Michael Pratt. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me back. What's up? <laughs> I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to get more, more and more week after week. And of course, our OG is around. Shout out to Carlos, uh, what up, what up, the what Godfather. Up? Uh, thank you, thank you. Shout out to UFO Feed. UFO in the building. In the building. Right. See if we get some opinions from them. But we do have a very interesting topic. When is a good time for an artist to realize that they should probably retire? <laughs> being an artist is like being a mechanic. It's not something you actually retire from. It's a craft. You're always going to be good with your hands. You might not publicly or be, able to be compete. selling. You might not be selling or be competitive as relevant in the business of music. Or you might not hold the same. Yeah, Michael Jordan can still play the game of pickup ball. If he played three on three in Cancun, we all watching it hands down right now. And he's now. whooping. There's no discussion. He's whooping. He's, There's he's no retirement. You got to stay in shape because they might be a 16-year-old kid who calls Mike out on vacation one day and scrapes his ass on camera. Yep. And that's the end of Michael gotta Jordan. Got to be ready. So yeah. Michael Jordan will never be rusty. You feel me? So I don't think as artists there's retirement. I just think you lose a stronghold on the market, but mm. that's business. That's mm. That's like any Sa- You know what? We company. can end the podcast right on that, guys. That's that's all you got to <laughs> say. That was a great thing to say. That's it. That's every, that's every bit of the argument right there. And Thank you, Google you Thank you very much. Thank you Cop very everything. Much. And with that, well, we're going to get back to the topic at hand. He, UFO uh, actually had a really great point to make. Uh, I didn't get your opinions, but with this question, um, just because an artist can always create, does that mean that they're still commercially viable are they still actually making money from their craft 
We good? So let's just keep it at retire from releasing music. I so my opinion is that people don't ever need to retire. They can make music for as long as they want to. As long as they feel like somebody's gonna listen, somebody should be putting music out. Like I think what a lot of people get twisted is that hip hop is still young. Like hip hop's founders or people that we all agree founded hip hop are still alive. Like we can't say that about like we can't say that about the founders of rock and roll. We can't say that about the people that invented jazz, right? And it's really interesting because we have yet to really see a generation of people that have listened to only hip hop their whole life, make hip hop their whole life and see how they're going to age, you know? Like so far all the elders in hip hop are still cats that like grew up listening to R&B and then we're able to like latch on to this new thing. We're just now kind of getting into that era where like Fab is hitting 40, you know? So we have yet to see what grown man hip hop looks like. And so far, I think the returns are going well, personally. So yeah, if you look at people like Run The Jewels, if you look at people like, uh, I mean, you mentioned M and J, and I don't know if you feel like they need to retire, but they keep putting out work that is of quality and they keep selling records and if you look even beyond that on a lower level like cats are just now bubbling and having success that they hadn't had before like Royce the five nine has never been in a better place he's an older rapper look at somebody like open mike eagle who's an underground rapper but just had a tiny desk for god's sake like you know there's just so many different avenues right now especially with music especially with hip-hop there's no reason for anybody to ever stop making it I, I agree with, with everything that's been said so far. Um, I think there are specific examples and in, in, in to the points that have been made. Um, you never know when you're going to hit that one or get that that creative surge that like deems you that classic album. Um, just to use like a more uh, a younger OG example, you know, J. Cole was working on a specific album. And then he came off of his tour and he caught, you know, like a two week surge of creative energy and he made the, the KOD album that you heard this year. So that, that's that's a different scenario. But I'm saying that you just never know when it's going to hit and what inspiration you're going to get. And then when you're going to feel the need to go ahead and put that record out. Jay-Z doesn't have to put another album out and he's probably not someone who feels like he even should uh, unless he has something to say. So we get something like 444, which is so potent and content heavy. But then you have somebody like and he's right on the eve of potentially re releasing his career best album uh if what people have been saying about this album is, is true buster rhymes who i've always felt like has i mean his, his career has confused me i just don't understand why artists like that can continue to sign to major labels but in any case he's still out there and he's working on an album and he should have one coming by the end of the year and the reviews already are like it's the album of the year so He's a super talented dude. He's been rapping miracles for a long time. So he's always got it. But putting together a body of work has sort of always been his Achilles heel, I guess. But he could get around the right people. And he could link up with the right, you know, and just be drinking the right water or whatever. And give us 12 just undeniable so you never really know. And with someone like that who has been in the game for so long, he's, he's a pro by any standard. It's just always like... What kind of what kind of product are you giving us? So my only thing, I guess, would be, no, you should never retire. Like the example we use with Michael Jordan, like always be ready to play, and you could any day. That there's so much muscle memory there. But there was before the mics came on, we were talking to somebody in the store about Jay, 
and about how like yeah he's given us two records one with beyonce and then the 444 shit which have been like yeah you could go out on this high note i hate to see him go out on the album where he was apologizing to his wife but if that's how he has to do it because i don't want to get because the fear is this next one that he gives us might be like not as good so then it's like okay then i gotta wait around for him to make the good one again it's the cycle but somebody like jay-z marketplace is always gonna be ready for an album from him but what's and not Eminem. as good you know right so no like, exactly everybody's the thing is the rap audience has never been this old before and it's only so long that i would think i want to listen to the same stuff i was listening to when i was 15. it's just not going to speak to me the same way mm -hmm. so i appreciate when i listen to styles p for instance and he can go back and forth from like political commentary being a grown man and still talking about weed and it's not just just weed and drugs and okay. hoes, you know? Wait, I'm sorry. Uh, so you guys are saying that you don't think that rappers should retire, right? Right. They have to stay relevant. So, like, when Onyx came out, like, Fredro Starr came out with his album. Like, that was okay. I mean, there's a certain point where, like, 90s rappers that are... But if he, but if that made him happy, like, if he got some shit off his chest and, and put together, like, a body of work and, like... Did anyone listen to it? Does he care about that? I think As he did. He was on The Breakfast Club. He was trying all this shit to promote the album. So I was thinking, and then they did a bunch of videos and all this shit, but it did, well, didn't but that, go Well, but anywhere. that goes to uh, UFO's point uh, in the very beginning, which was you might not have the same grapple. Like Jay even knows. He said it in one of the interviews he did for the 444 album. I know that I'm not in that white hot space anymore. And it'd be impossible for me to try to get back there. And it would look like I was trying to get back there if I did. You hear a record like Ape Shit, and that's as close as you're going to get to like being able to sound like the Migos with Jay-Z. You know what I mean? Like, or I got the keys or something. But but Fredro Starr, Fredro Starr never had had it like that. I mean, like, that was that was so long ago. It would it'd be silly for him to think that he could come back out with an album and do anything. But yeah, but I think a lot of like old school artists come back and be like, yo, I'm gonna bring Boom Bap back. And well, they, stop, never, but, they but, never do but that. But let's say Styles P and Didn't Fredro put out an album like I came into you just trying to say Fredro's wash. I'm like, yo, he just dropped it. But you put the context of the conversation you weren't even around for. So I think that um, really listening. I wasn't to saying it was washed. Really listening to the stances, uh, a lot of older artists are still making money off of the off their music. And a lot of them are still touring, even if they're doing smaller circuits, R.I.P. B.B. Kings and uh, oh. Times Square. But a lot of them are making a lot of money overseas in Europe and in Japan. You mentioned well. you mentioned Styles P. You mentioned Styles P. Who's dropping an album soon. And he's dropping an album soon, and he just put out one with Dave one East, with and he put one out earlier in the year, and he's on quite a nice little tear. And I guarantee you, Styles P, A, knows, and B, probably don't give a fuck that he's not going to make any money off of this stuff. I'm going to disagree with that point. Not because, who's to say that it's not commercially viable? Who's to say that somebody in Slovenia isn't streaming Styles P's album, like, day and night? That is not, not unlike what he's already said. He's actually said this. He understands that he's not running with the young boys. He knows that he's not, you know, going to be at that top tier. But all he knows is that he's going to bar you to death. And, and it's not going to stop him from putting out shit. He's gonna and it's not going to stop him from putting out great bodies of work. He's going to continue to put out music. He says that he does this for the love of 
the game. Somebody like his, Jada Kiss his money, probably oh, doesn't put out it. Go ahead. I'm sorry, his his I'm sorry. his money is so much more invested in other things, and that's where he's getting his revenue from. And that's I think where you see a lot of people when you say the quote unquote retired rappers is that they are finding. Um, a groove in other businesses or they've, they've invested their money wisely and now they no longer need to rap as often. But I think someone like Jadakiss has put so much on his level of MC, top five dead or alive and all this stuff that for him to release an album, and I know that he just did one with, with Fab, but I think you would see output from Jadakiss like you do with Styles if Jadakiss wasn't so concerned with the public look. With knowing that like, like Jadakiss probably still does want to compete. And like, so if the locks puts out an album and it's on rock nation and it's, you know, all the hubbub and then it doesn't even really perform. Jadakiss probably goes back and he's like, well, I don't really want to do that again. That didn't feel so good. Styles P is like, fuck it. I'm gonna go back to the studio. I'm gonna make another 12 songs and we're gonna put them out in two months. Like, well, it's, it's different. I don't even think it's like a perception thing. Like Styles P for the longest time has been all about just putting his brand out there, whether it's on like guesting on. Uh, a Rick Ross record, whether it's guesting on Static Selectors record, and the whole Dave East thing is more like, yo, like he's, I think it's less of him giving a rub to Dave East and more just like Dave East got fans, I got fans, and it's also like you put out work so you can go tour it, you know? Um, I, I'm not saying that their careers are dead or just like, oh, this isn't viable anymore. If it wasn't viable, I don't think they'd be doing it. And it's more, it's more than just like these legacy acts, right? You can have somebody like Ka, who's a rapper from New York and also a firefighter, just start something, start up a whole new career in his 30s, you know? Or somebody like Baby Mother, who's bubbling everywhere, who just did Fool's Gold Day Off and whose music has been featured in TV shows. Like, she started at 30 to make this really pop off, you know? Like, I don't think there's necessarily an age, uh, like, there's not necessarily an age where somebody should just give up the ghost. And there have been so many examples where someone doesn't someone doesn't have to um and there's so many different things like yo you get your music placed somewhere you could get on this you can get on a playlist I, somewhere I, you know i would like to respond to that so we always bring this back to like the age of hip-hop yes it's a relatively young culture and music uh giant musical genre um a musical what musical genre a what musical genre <laughs> genre 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 okay <laughs> Music vagina. Did I what I say? Whatever. Vagina. I mean, you said it like two or three times. I asked you what you said. Music vagina. Music vagina. Music Music vagina sounds like an old Prince song. That's that Vanity Six unreleased track right there. Purple vagina. Anyway, it's like okay. That's too close to Blue Waffles, man. But chill. No. I, to get back to the point, nobody. I don't think. I think we definitely attach it to age. We brought up a lot of older acts and older men in, I guess, women in hip hop. Um, I wouldn't say yes. You bring up Ka. I bring up Two Chains. He had. Uh, he had in not only Two Chains but Danny Brown because he came out around the same time, and they both thought their real win. Oh yeah, look at Danny Brown win. now soaring. Exactly. That's, hold that's up. The, hold. No, the other point I wanted to make is me as a consumer. I would say that. Soldier Boy should absolutely retire, and he's in his twenties. So I'm just saying that there's got to be a an age requirement. Soldier Boy's still in his twenties. Yes, he is. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, insane. Yeah. Yes, Soldier Boy was like 16 when Crank that drop. To the point about rappers being old in the game, I don't think age is so much a factor as in just how long you've been doing it. Obviously, there are exceptions, but if you've been in the game 
like 10, 15 years, regardless of how old you are, there's going to be a point where people just stop checking for you. I don't think that's necessarily an age thing, more than just like how long you've been around and people always seeing you versus like you popping up every... And I think that that probably goes along with like the point that J. Cole was trying to make on the 1985 record, which was like, if you come in the game like Soldier Boy, like the reason Soldier Boy can't do anything now that's going to pop, although if D-Bank can come out with a banger right now, which he has, I got all the faith in the world in Soldier Boy. This era ain't nothing special to where somebody like Soldier Boy couldn't thrive. Yeah. But... If you come in the game making the woo crank that and it's a gimmick type of thing, it's going to be very difficult for you to do that time and time again. And if that's our first impression with you, that was the trouble with Asher Roth mm-hmm. was that they had that record and that record went, but then he was Mr. MTV and that wasn't really what he was trying to do with that record. And they didn't have a plan in place to follow it up with something else other than the I'm the college kid and I'm not Eminem. So that right. wasn't like going to work for anybody. So it's all about how you come in. Jay could make 10 reasonable doubts and he made like four. And then he went and he made like a blueprint, you know, like <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he yeah. is, he's done it and he's found what works and he's constantly evolved. And he's always grabbed the, let me get Pharrell and like, let yeah. me get Kanye and let me get just, and like, let he, me get around. He's always a person that sounds. changes with the times. I'm going to be around amazing producers who are going to be able to keep me current. Yes. And, and that's why he's been able to exist like this. Now going further and, and to your point again, with somebody like that getting older, he's, amassed however many fans he's amassed throughout the 20 some odd years he's been in the game right so he's got that fan base and for a while there that fan base was growing every album that came out each time he went on tour he gained another 200,000 fans or whatever and maybe when they announced that he married Beyonce he gained another 500,000 fans or whatever but now the new fans kind of stop and it's like you're either like Jay-Z or you don't like he's not gaining like kids like kids oh yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe kids are getting put on to Jay but as far as like, like you know what I mean? Like he's not he's not having a, a fan base. He's gonna have to go and make a, a record for fourteen year olds. Right. He might come up on one with nice, but that's just that's just yeah. genius shit. But he also doesn't have to at this point. No. With his existing fan base, he doesn't need to look for new fans. He can just cater to the ones he already has. And he knows that. But yeah. someone like a Kanye or someone like an Eminem, mm-hmm. whether it's them or whether it's the people that are behind their brand there's still some desire to create a record that generates that white heat. So uh, I consider myself a very logical person. And so when I think about this question, I'm like looking at this t-shirt with Prince on it, right? And this question would never be asked of Prince, like when are you gonna retire? Cause I think that he's timeless and his music after death is still timeless. So I feel like the only person that I would consider that should even consider retiring would be somebody who like lost their way or they're not passionate about making music anymore as much as they used to be. So for example, like for example, like LeBron is dabbling in other things and he's very successful. But like Voldemort dabbles in other things and like he's becoming crazy, right? So I feel like Voldemort's, you know, Kanye. But anyway, like I feel like, you know, someone like him. Harry Potter references. I'm gonna call Kanye. Well, let's let's use let's use let's use some examples. So like Ti's last album was uh, Paper Trail. He did the compilation, which was Us nope. or Else, which was really uh, great. Yeah. But the last album was Paper Trail before this Dime Trap shit. And after Paper Trail, like there were some songs. No, there, in there was a there was a album after Paper Trail. It was called Us or Else. It was a compilation. We can do the Googles. I'm here all day. So. Yeah, I mean, like, please, please. What was the last album you said it was? It was Paper Trail. 
And then there was Dime Tat. Or no, then there was uh, Usher Else. You're missing Troubleman. No Mercy no came mercy out in like 2008. And Paperwork. No, it came out. I'm looking at it right. No Paper Mercy. Googles. It came out in 2010. Are you, getting, are you getting Paper Trail I'm sorry. Paperwork I'm sorry. Paperwork. 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 Oh, my fault. Oh, look at that. Yeah. It was easy to confuse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways, Paperwork when with Pharrell. He did that record. There were some records on there that I liked. It wasn't like the bee's knees. But then he puts out a compilation like us or else, and it's like, holy shit, where's this T.I. been? And then you get the Dime Trap shit this year. That's a great album. But I probably could have told T.I. to go ahead and like hold off on the albums maybe three albums ago. So you just never know. So if somebody sounds uninspired, Joe Budden's argument about Drake was that he sounded uninspired on views. Should he have hung it up after views? Or should he have kept going like he's given us this music now? Right? I mean, and Drake's very young and hot as hell, so or hot in the game. I do want to mention that... Lil Wayne has retired several times, you know, tweeted it and deleted it. And now he's come out with an album that is going to be, you know, argued at least that it's a top five album of the year. Sure. But that's an album from like 2012. Like that's not a 2018 album. There were some, they say that there's some older elements, obviously some things that he held on to, but some that, that song, the song that is apparently the hottest joint on the album with XXS Tentacion clearly was made probably this year before he passed yeah it wasn't a collaboration he didn't even know who x was until he heard the record and then he was like who the fuck is that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, well, so so he could have been recorded this year much so new you know? well they could have put him on the hook this year i mean I, who knows how that song yeah. came together but that's one i'm talking about for the majority of it like if we got a shanti on the album i gotta assume that that's not a new thing like i gotta assume that maybe we were why freaking a go link had maya on his album that came out last year yeah which was random and Jasmine Sullivan. It was really weird. Right. Yeah. Which is like Maya came back. It's amazing. So So when should R and B singers retire? That's the real question, folks. When they can't sing no more. Once you're at the once, BET Awards and there's once, three pop singers on stage doing a tribute for you. Once you're once you're being once you're being honored and you can't keep up with the people singing your song. Yeah. Let me lose to, my breath. Can you, I can't keep so, up anymore, you know? So so coming back coming back to the topic at hand, um, is it the artist that should consider retiring or do the people, do the public retire them? I mean, like, just because you're not in the same commercial space that you were before, if you still have some sort of fan base, like if you're still getting some sort of income, I'm never going to tell you to stop doing and making the music that you want to make. I mean, uh, if you... Every Sunday, Shay 45, I've been rapping out of control, right? And there are a lot of people that come on that show who are older than me that I might not have heard of um, beforehand. But afterwards, like, I understand there's an appreciation. And then there are cats that have been in the game for a super long time. And they're doing this, one, because they love it, but two, because there's some sort of fan base out there. They, they still tour. They still go around the country. And they make it work somehow. So yeah. I got to believe that there's a space for like old man rap and then just All right. angry. All right, but I'll give you one. I'll give you rap. I'll give you a big one though. The other night we went and saw uh Slick Rick was at the Sony Hall. And I was like, Are we doing all right, this? all right. And there was like, and like, I've seen a few dates with like Slick Rick and I've been like, all right, well, I mean, you know, maybe you got a couple bags. You got to go get them. I'm sure people would pay for the Slick Rick show and shit. And my man comes out and he's gold jerseyed he's got gold ropes on he looks like slick rick right he's got a gold wait, eye wait, patch wait, wait. i want to interrupt you for a second we were there for rock marciano <laughs> 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 
Yeah. And by the way, and by the way, Rock Marcy is a great example of somebody that could have easily given up a long time ago, and he's having the best year of his fucking career he, you right know what? now. I enjoy his career because, like, he was down with uh, Buster Rhymes and Flip Mode, yep. and then he just like disappeared for like a, a, decade? a minute, yeah, and then came back with Marsberg, and I, and it was just like on from then. Yeah, yeah, no, he's he's he's. But, I was listening to his new shit today. Dropped last night. Yeah. She's crazy, but um, sorry, Slick Rick. Yeah, so so Slick comes out, Rick, Slick, Rick comes out, and he's he looks like Slick Rick. He does look a little older, but he comes out, and you know I don't know what I'm expecting. Again, we're talking about people who like are either gonna just do them at their age, or they're gonna like try to keep up with the young cats. And so I would have been really surprised if he'd been running around on stage like Drake does. But I was expecting some type of at least rap hands. Like I expect at least hand movement. <laughs> My man had his hand in his pocket and the other hand on his microphone. For like the first three songs, you know how much that jewelry weighs. You know how hard I am so aware. <laughs> I'm so aware, but I gotta but think that if I'm scheduling a tour, if I'm gonna go do a couple of dates, yeah, I know I gotta come out and look like Rick, but I gotta think the technology has, has advanced somewhat to where I could wear something that looks like and maybe ain't while I'm on stage, so that I can move around and dang, rock the crowd. Dang, because not I only am I doing children, yeah, not yeah, only yeah. because not only am <laughs> no. I doing children's story from 1980, whatever. I'm doing it to like a, a blend of maybe there's 15 old heads in the room and the rest of them are like no, anywhere from 20 still. to 35. He absolutely still has somebody carrying all that jewelry around. And you absolutely. can wear it off the stage. Dude, but when no, you're on stage, why no, not wear something that's light? Absolutely off <laughs> after his performances. Like we'll unload all that shit. I bet. Bag. I'm sure. I, I mean, I just, that might not even be like a function of age. He just might not be that good of a performer. Well, back in the day, you didn't I really mean, have I mean, to have. I don't, like, I don't know. No, I never saw old Slick what? Rick. Back in the day, it can easily be 15, 25 years. I'm saying Yo, back in the day, like Jay's stage performance when he started out was trash. Jay Z's got the best stage show stage, of anybody Jay, out right now. Hold up. Jay Z's performance is him being Jay Z, which is something other people can't replicate. If he wasn't Jay Z and did that same thing, we'd be like. Well, Maybe Jay kind of does that more. shit too. He kind of does the but stand in the middle of the stage. Honestly, I don't want to see anybody else running around gallivanting like Drake. Like yeah. I understand that you know you're a top tier artist, but I'm gonna look at anybody else but as a cornball. I wanted to, I wanted to hit. You're still making money, do your thing, yeah. and I think that that's obviously like someone like Fonte from Little Brother. Like he, he just makes money being a musician. Like he just is an artist, and that's what he loves to do. He doesn't need to be on the top of the Billboard charts. He doesn't need to be even on a song with Drake. He would love it, but he's cool with these bigger artists, the legacy acts. Somebody like an Eminem, somebody like a Kanye, somebody like a Jay. These guys have people around them that depend on them for their income. And so maybe when we, the fans, feel like, all right, man, like that's a wrap. Somebody's over there like, I can't retire. So you can't retire yet. So uh, so that's what I was going to say. Was that a lot of times, you know, the pressure of not being able to provide for all of the people that you provide for takes a, you have to take it into account. I just watched SNL this weekend. Paul Simon performed. He's like 97 years old. And people were applauding him because they were like, it was amazing. And then the second thing is, I think this is kind of like an interesting topic for us to discuss would be like, could we have this question about people that have passed away and would they be relevant today? And like, how would they be able to deal with the current business of hip hop? And, and I'm glad you said that because you mentioned Prince and you said that his music's good even after he's passed, which is true. I mean, the music is timeless. It sounds great. However, and, and he's one of those artists that, no, I would never just discourage him from recording music or playing music or going out and performing music. He's got a million songs he could go out and tour. His latter albums... 
I'm sure no one in this room has listened to, or I'm not, I'm not sure no one has, but I would say that on majority of you have not listened to Prince's latest work. I think the later albums were for Prince fans. Cause like, cause like at, there's a certain point when you're listening to certain artists and you're just like, I get this because I'm really into, right, right, into right. it. That's what I'm saying. He's not looking doing. to gain new fans. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's just catering to his, he's got his 200,000 folks or whatever. They're going to listen or buy the record. So I'm going to make this it's, music. Here it's it the same way the Juggalos are still viable somehow. Mm. I've never listened to any of their mm. music. Mm. Right. Yeah, no, that's no, a whole, that's no, a family, wait, no, that's like an inbred. The point I'm trying to make is that because they've cultivated this fan base that they can make music that's so insular yeah. that it cannot expand anymore, but it still is viable. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that they shouldn't make music. Right, 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 right. I'm saying they've created this fucking, this incestuous vortex of fandom <laughs> so they can just keep making stuff that's so esoteric. And just well, and, and so their fans like, continue to, to breed you know? more fans. Exactly. Like they marry each other and then they have, you know, juggalo kids and then... But yo, but what I, I appreciate him bringing <clears throat> up Paul Simon, because if like yo, if the Rolling Stones and all these old crusty rock bands can go out there and go make their money and go play arenas, I need Jay rapping so he's sixty-seven. But that's different. Like, that, but that's a different conversation. But that's two conversations, right? And that's what we were trying to distinguish. If you want to go out there and you want to rap song cry until you're seventy years old, I don't give a shit. Go to the you know the jazz club and shit. He's got a million records he could do. But as far as releasing new music. Like, I'm not checking for the new Rolling Stones record, nor do I think they're putting one out. We got time uh, for our last points. Uh, Kane, you want to start? Uh, my last point. Keep rapping until you die, and I'm going to listen to your music after you die. So that's that's my point. Michael? I, I think we're in agreement on this episode. We've been really good at uh, discussing different points of view, but I think ultimately we don't want to see anybody retire because you never know when your next classic album is upon you or within you. Word. Yes, uh, here at Hard Life doesn't always have to be a debate. It can be a discussion. And I think that this was a great no, one. No, fuck that. And I, and I Word. think that this was a great one. Who uh, said Prince was musical genius? Nah, I'm joking. Darren's Toy brought up a crew neck that Prince, um, that features Prince's face. There's also one that features Sade's face. Uh, uh, if you want to actually take a look at those designs and make a purchase, uh, do visit ClassicMaterialNY.com. Closing out, we know y'all gotta live this hard not life, but we hope y'all make this look easy. Until next time. Peace. <laughs> it's it. been a long time coming. You got it right. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>